In this episode, three keys to aligning your days and organizing your time. It was recorded via Facebook Live, so the sound quality may not be what you're used to, but we did our best to clean it up and I had to share it with all of you. So enjoy! Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. Hello, everyone. This is Kavita Milwani, and my business is called The Enlightened Heart. Welcome all you women healers, global leaders. I'm so honored to be part of this community. So I'm an intuitive coach and a hypnotherapist, and I specialize in empowering sensitive visionaries, heart-centered intuitives, move past their burnout, overwhelm, and go from survival mode into shining their light in the world. So especially now through this global shift, I truly believe that empaths are being called to do their work in the world even more so than before. So today I am going to talk about three keys to aligning your days and organizing your time. So I do know that sometimes this is not the most exciting thing to talk about, I am pretty sure that not all of you get super excited when I talk about the word organizing, talk about time, all those things that feel so, can sometimes feel very um, heavy and uh, constraining and actually can feel like a lack of freedom. But actually, when you are able to organize your days and align your days, then you can have that freedom to express yourself, to express your creativity, and to be able to shine your light. So I'm just going to start with three things. And when I talk about the three things, because of the lack, uh, the limited time we have together, I won't be able to go too much into depth, but feel free to post your questions below. I will be checking back and answering any questions that you have. So the first key to aligning your days and organizing your time. The first key is knowing your rhythm. So we all have different rhythms. We don't all fit that idea that there's a nine to five or an eight to six or a 12 to eight, whatever that is, days of work. And even maybe even Mondays through Friday work week. And so that idea that we are all going to fit and work the same amount, the same amount of hours at the same time, and then produce that every single day, every single week, and every single month of the year, that can cause so much fatigue, burnout, and a lack of motivation. And one of the things that I see a lot is comparison. So there's a comparison to others that are doing maybe similar work that you are, or maybe people in your surrounding friends, family, and you're looking at how they're functioning and feeling somehow less than, maybe not 
that you don't measure up somehow. And so when we feel that way, and when we're, ex- we have those expectations on ourselves, that, that puts you completely out of alignment. You're not in alignment with yourself if you are comparing yourself to others. That's kind of a key a signal that you, you need to look at how you're spending your time. So another thing that I hear from people all the time is my days just went by. I had these things to do and I didn't get them done. I don't know where my time goes. I don't know how I spend my time and I don't know what to do. I Or the one I dislike the most is I don't have enough time or I don't have the time. So, you know, the language we use has a huge impact on how we show up, how we feel. And if you keep telling yourself and repeating out loud that you don't have the time, then you won't. Okay, so the first key is to look at your rhythm, honor your rhythm. And how do you do that? You have to pay attention. You have to actually be present. You actually have to be conscious. You actually have to be in your body and notice the patterns. There's a couple ways. There are a couple ways you can do that. One is you could make it fun. Uh, one of the ways that uh, a recent a client did is she used a different color post-it notes for how she felt during the day. And she put up this big piece of paper in her office and had the days of the week. And she had pink for creative time. This is when I felt creative. And she had blue for downtime and, you know, nourishing time. She had another color. And so she just, instead of making it the tracking where you have to write it down and feeling heavy, she made it fun and she made it creative and she used just the color coding. And then at the end of doing that for a couple of weeks, she saw her pattern, right? And she saw the rhythm. And so then using that, she started to plan her days to honor that, to honor her rhythm. And just another thing to put in there is that your rhythm right now in this time of year may be different at a different time of year. And so to also honor that as well. So that is my first tip. If that's all you take from today, you go and you look at how you spend your time, how you actually feel during the day. What are your energy levels like during different parts of the day and align your days according to that. I know you will have great changes in having more aligned days. Okay. So the second key is to recharge consciously, to choose your downtime. So it's really important to nourish our body, nourish our mind, and to nourish our spirit. And for each of us, what does those things, what's nourishing for us may be different. I will say that connection uh, is a big uh, word for me when I think about nourishing. So connection to myself, connection to spirit, connection to divine, connection to others, others who are my cheerleaders, others who support me. Those, those things are non-negotiables for me. And I know when I don't do those things, when I'm not nourishing myself, I start that feeling of being out of alignment. I start to feel unmotivated. I can't come up with things that I want to do. Or when it's time to do something, I don't do it. And then I start to look at my days and say, where, what am I doing with my time? Where's my time going? Um, and so, so when I start to get into that, that's when it's a signal to me, to myself to, Oh, note to self, 
something's happening. What am I missing? What do I need today? Okay. So, um, you know, taking a moment, if you're not sure what those things are, taking a moment and ask yourself, what nourishes my soul? What nourishes my mind? And what nourishes my body? And then look at your days and see if you're doing that every single day, at least one. I would love if you did all three every single day, even if it's just five minutes or one minute on one of those practices. But these daily practices that you create for yourself will keep you in alignment. It will keep you um, be, being able to do your work in the world. It can keep you more grounded and present. Okay. And so just writing everything down, you know, just putting it all down on a piece of paper, then comparing it to your calendar and seeing if you have those nourishing activities in your calendar or not. Then if you don't, I'm going to encourage you to put that in. Before you plan out anything, you know, maybe you're planning out a launch. Maybe, you know, you have some other things planned out over these, this next year or so. I'm going to encourage you before you plan out those things to plan out your nourishing activities. And then when you have those times where you, you know, there's a little bit more efforts involved, a little bit more creativity. It may feel like, oh, I need to put in the hours or put in the work, but instead I'm going to encourage you to actually spend more time nourishing yourself because the nourishment is what's going to bring those changes and putting in that time first, the nourishing activities and knowing what those activities are, you know, making it like a client session. If you work with clients and making it as one of those things that you're not willing to just give up because something came up, right? Of course, there's some flexibility, right? So let's say you had some activity that's nourishing, such as a bath planned and something has come up with someone in your family and they need your support. Well, instead of just getting rid of that activity, what about rescheduling it and finding another time place in your calendar to be able to do that? Or Another option is to pick a shorter activity or something else that's nourishing. My clients have found it really beneficial to have a go-to list, right? To have that list that you, you can, you know, maybe even put up if you need to. You can create visuals with it. Use your creativity, right? Because when you're in those moments, sometimes it's difficult to access. Well, what is it? that I would like to do? Which, what's nourishing? What can I do instead? And when you have that list to look at and you look at the list in front of you, then the nourishing activity that calls out to you, you can use your intuition to guide you to what is the thing that nourishes you? What is the thing that is going to make you fully present, conscious, and grounded? The other part, then the piece of this nourishing is acknowledging that Sometimes we're surrounded with things like what happened recently that can take you off, take you off your ability to focus, especially if you're intuitive, empathic, right? So that the energy of all this can make you feel kind of foggy, right? Like almost like a foggy brain or just more tired. And because it's such intense energy. So I'm going to also encourage you to be flexible with yourself. When things like this rise up, when things like this occur, 
pretending that they didn't happen, ignoring them, you know, that only goes so far, right? On the other hand, immersing yourself in the news is not the other option (laughs) and not recommended, you know, acknowledging it, just taking some time acknowledging that this is happening, uh, processing it, nourishing yourself with what you need to be able to feel whatever emotions you're feeling through this, through the, the collective trauma that's happening. So this idea of aligning your days and organizing your time is not a rigid structure because we're not machines, right? We're humans, we're human beings. So we want to be able to honor that. And even, even though it may feel like it's taking you off track to spend some time to nourish yourself, the reality is if we don't spend downtime, if we don't acknowledge what's happening, if we don't process consciously, our brains will find a way. Okay, our brains will find a way, our bodies will find a way to make us take some time off to process, right? I know there's so many people, beautiful healers in this community that that know this as the truth, right? That know and have the impact and the emotional, physical impact of not processing what's happening and just moving on and going forward, right? And so it could be that big or it could be as simple as your brain gets distracted. You get foggy. Maybe the dishes call out to you. Maybe your laundry is calling out to you. Maybe that that cabinet or your desk that really needed to get organized is calling out to you, right? Something else is drawing your attention in a way because your brain needs a break from this. Your brain needs a way to disconnect from what's happening. And so it will figure out a way. Another way that I hear from people is through scrolling social media, right? And that becomes, you know, there's also all all these things about it, releasing dopamine, right? So putting that aside, it's also a way to step away from what's happening. Not pretty, not a particularly nourishing way, right? So your, your brain is going to subconsciously figure out a way for you to have this downtime, right? So I'm asking you to choose consciously, to recognize, and to have ways that you can actually nourish yourself instead of the go-tos that your brain may use when it doesn't know what to do because it needs a break. That is the second key. So the first key is knowing your patterns and recognizing them and honoring them. The second key is recharge consciously, choosing your downtime and putting this in the calendar first before the other activities. And then when you have surge times, putting more nourishment right before and after and maybe even during. And the other part of aligning your days is the is the practical. You may have heard of different time management techniques like time blocking. Maybe you've heard about uh, certain days of the week, we tend to be more productive. You know, instead of following that rigid structure that we can be taught, I've, I've actually learned a lot about the time management. So I'm going to go through a quick three-step process once you've gone through the first two things that I've talked about, okay, to help you to have more productive days, okay? So the first thing is kind of like a brain release, you know, so just getting a piece of paper and writing down everything that you want to do, you need to do, you haven't done yet. Maybe you do it for the next quarter. Maybe you do it for the year. 
you just really pour that all out to give yourself time and space. Um, I'm going to recommend being away from technology, right? Even pen to paper, right? Just writing it all down. And then going back and picking the things that are out of alignment. So what in your list do you really not need to do that has felt heavy for a long time, that feels like it's a should, right? It feels like you've been moving it on your list day in and day out, and maybe it's been a few weeks or a few months. So if that's happening, it's time to question, is this something in alignment with you or not? And is it time to let go of it? So I love using different colors. So I get to pick whichever color, pen, pencil, marker, whatever you want, and go through and just cross them out. Cross out all the things that are out of alignment, right? It's going to be fun. It's going to feel like a big relief and a release. This is not in alignment with me. I don't have to do this, right? I don't have to do this. So going through that list and doing that. The next part is delegate. So a lot of us tend to take on more because of many reasons. And some of that has to do with conditioning, self-worth, subconscious programming, which I'm not going to go into in depth today. Whatever the reason, there are many things on your list that you don't need to do. That maybe you're doing because you think you should do it or no one else can do it like you. Or you're not sure if you can afford to hire someone to help or whatever, whatever those things are. But looking at the things on your list that you would, in you, if you could have it your way today, that you could delegate, right? I want you to go through and mark those, okay? And then pick a few to actually delegate. Use your creativity. Maybe there's some things that a student can do to help you, right? Maybe there's some things that someone in your household will, will do to help you, to support you with this process. You know, there's lots of creative ways to think of solutions and letting go of some more. And then what you're left with, you're going to take through the rest of the process, which is, you know, estimating how much time and putting into the time blocks based on the way that you've organized and aligned your days from step one. You know, step one was figuring out your pattern, right? So in your list that you've created, and you have a task that's that's in alignment with when you have the creative energy, then you put that task in your calendar during the time of creative energy, right? And one tip with this is, you know, although time blocks may feel like, you know, the word block uh, that it's limiting, it actually works really well to have certain blocks of time with similar activities because our brain works better when we have similar activities together. So these are the three things, my three tips to aligning your days and organizing your time. Take good care. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we focus on issues that are relevant to support highly sensitive people and empaths to thrive in this world instead of just surviving. I created this podcast to support people like you and me. So if you are called, please take a moment to write a review because you are truly appreciated as a listener, and I would love to be able to share this knowledge with others. Your review is like an invitation for others to join you. Until next time, take good care. Bye.